The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to our Lord. Now a man was ill, Lazarus from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who had anointed the Lord with perfumed oil and dried his feet with her hair. It was her brother Lazarus who was ill. So the sisters sent word to him, saying, Master, the one you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, This illness is not the end in death, but is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to his disciples, let us go back to Judea. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just trying to stone you and you want to go back there? Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in a day? If one walks during the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks at night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. He said this and then told them, our friend Lazarus is asleep, but I am going to awaken him. So the disciples said to him, Master, if he is asleep, he will be saved. But Jesus was talking about his death while they thought he meant ordinary sleep. So then Jesus said to them clearly, Lazarus has died. And I am glad for you that I was not there, that you may believe. Let us go to him. So Thomas, called Didymus, said to his fellow disciples, let us also go to die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, only about two miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them about, about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary sat at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise. Martha said to him, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary secretly, saying, The teacher is here and is asking for you. As soon as she heard this, she rose quickly and went to him. For Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still where Martha had met him. So when the Jews who were with her in the house comforting her 
saw Mary get up and go out quickly, they followed her, presuming that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her weeping, he became, he became perturbed and deeply troubled and said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so that this man would not have died? So Jesus, perturbed again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay across it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the dead, sis the dead man's sister, said to him, Lord, by now there will be a stench. He has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me. But because of the crowd here, I have said this that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to them, Untie him and let him go. Now many of the Jews who had come to Mary and seeing what he had done, began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It's always good to keep in mind that the Gospels themselves really are stories of the resurrection augmented by a significant number of miracle stories and the teachings of Jesus and in two of the Gospels, the story of his birth. The good news is the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. The fact that Jesus himself rose, establishing our religion, but also the fact that we have an opportunity to rise from the dead also. Salvation is ours, and that's the good news. And if the Holy Spirit had wanted to, the Holy Spirit could have put the resurrection stories first, because aren't they attention grabbers? Jesus rose from the dead. And then as if that's not enough, then it's peppered with, again, stories of miracles and teachings of the Son of Man and so forth. But instead, the Gospels build to the resurrection. And so, in fact, do the Sundays during Lent. And this year especially is a great year because we hear hugely significant stories from the Gospel of John that will build to a crescendo. The crescendo, of course, being the resurrection of Jesus himself. If, this, if the story of Jesus' passion was a movie, the watcher of the movie could be led to think that the ending is death. And then picture kind of a black screen 
And next thing you know, Jesus is rising from the dead and the audience is stunned. That's how it is with our religion. The crucifixion was supposed to have been the end, at least in the eyes of the world, but we know that it is not. And there's eyewitnesses to that who have passed it on down to us, and we believe it. But when you look at the previous Sundays of this year, these Sundays set the stage for, for this crescendo, if you will. A few weeks ago, we met the woman at the well. She received living water. She had an encounter with Jesus Christ. The Samaritan woman heard Jesus say, whoever drinks the water I shall give will never thirst. And after that encounter, she ran and told all her friends, come see a man who told me everything I ever did. She came to believe in Jesus, and so did so many Samaritans because of that encounter. And she symbolically left her bucket behind. She didn't need to draw from that well anymore. She was drawing from the wellsprings of life. And then last week, the man born blind, Jesus said it at the outset, the healing of the man born blind was so that the works of God might be made visible through him. A man born blind, and then he could see. The two kind of rolls off the tongue, but when you stop and think about it, it's incredible. And Jesus does that, and after that encounter, the man who could then see came to believe in the Son of Man. And Jesus said to him, I came into the world to give sight to those who cannot see. That refers also to people who can be spiritually blind, and Jesus removes that. And in today's gospel, in the raising of Lazarus, it's the great foreshadowing of things to come. Death is conquered. Death has no power over Jesus, and Jesus raises one of his closest friends from the dead. In the first reading, we heard a promise made by God through the prophet Ezekiel, I will open your graves and have you rise from them. I will open your graves, have you rise from them. Dry bones, as it says later on in that passage, will awaken. The Lord is in that place. But here again, like with so many tenets of our religion, we say these things that come out of scripture and we can kind of just let them roll off the tongue. Think about it, I will open your graves and have you rise from them. That's exactly what happened in the raising of Lazarus. Jesus said to the apostles, and you just heard it at the beginning, this illness is not to end in death, but it is for the glory of God. Jesus is going to raise someone from the dead. I don't know if, I don't know if you catch the, the humor in it. I, I, I did when Jesus says, oh, Lazarus is asleep. It's like he was mocking death. He knew that his friend had died. He said it plainly, Lazarus has died. But it's almost like Jesus is poking a little jab at death, knowing that Lazarus will not be dead for much longer. He then encounters Martha on the way to raise Lazarus from the dead. He encounters Martha, and Martha has certainly come a long way from the last, from one of these previous episodes that Jesus had with her. Mary would sit at the feet of Jesus and listen. Martha would do all the housework. Well, Martha's come a long way because when she encounters Jesus after her brother dies, she makes a very powerful profession of faith. 
and we heard the exchange. She says, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. Put yourself into her shoes. Each of us has had a loved one pass away at some point, kind of expressing how we feel. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But she goes on to say, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. With a powerful profession that she makes is when she says to Jesus, I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. And that was before he raised her brother from the dead. She had come to faith in Jesus. Jesus' words, God's words, are not only directive, but they are creative. God, our God, can speak things into existence. His words are creative. And that's what happens when he raises Lazarus. He says, Lazarus, come out. And a dead man who had been in the tomb for four days, where there was a stench, walks out of the tomb. Imagine if you had been there, you would never have forgotten that. And the people who wrote this down and who recounted this story, they didn't forget it either. Because they remember the burial bands, the burial cloths that were still on him. And Jesus, who is still speaking creative words, says, untie him and let him go. Because those burial cloths were no longer necessary. Death had been conquered. Lazarus was raised to life. And those burial cloths, those are symbolic of things that bind us, sinfulness and pride and so many other things. Jesus unties those burial cloths from us and he lets us go. He liberates us. He frees us from that sinfulness. So in the run-up to Easter, and Holy Week is fast approaching. Next Sunday is Palm Sunday. And then before you know it, we're walking with Jesus through the Passion during the Triduum. But it's all building up to Easter Sunday. It all culminates in the crescendo, if you will, of the resurrection. So the church and the Lord himself is reminding us of the great things that are done by Jesus for us. The waters of life that the woman at the well received, we receive them too. We drink from the waters of life. Our blindness is removed, and we can see in the same way that the man born blind can now see. And that which imprisons us, those confining burial bands of death and sinfulness, those fall off of us, and we're set free because of Jesus Christ. We have a lot to give, thankful for, to give thanks for today as we are gathered here in this church. And the best is yet to come in the resurrection and in the kingdom of heaven.